0: Welcome to Wisdom Today. My name is Bill Kelly, and I'll be your host. In this podcast, we will be exploring the book of Proverbs. Let's open in prayer. Father God, I thank you for anyone listening to this podcast today. Lord, I pray that you would reveal to everyone listening today how much you truly love each and every one of them. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. This is Proverb 9, beginning in verse 1. Wisdom has built her house. She has hewn out her seven pillars. She has slaughtered her meat. She has mixed her wine. She has also furnished her table. She has sent out her maidens. She cries out from the highest places of the city. Whoever is simple, let him turn in here. As for him who lacks understanding, she says to him, Come, eat of my bread, and drink of the wine I have mixed. Forsake foolishness and live, and go in the way of understanding. He who corrects a scoffer gets shame for himself, and he who rebukes a wicked man only harms himself. Do not correct a scoffer, lest he hate you. Rebuke a wise man, and he will love you. Give instruction to a wise man, and he will be still wiser. Teach a just man, and he will increase in learning. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. For by me your days will be multiplied, and years of life will be added to you. If you are wise, you are wise for yourself, and if you scoff, you will bear it alone. A foolish woman is clamorous. She is simple and knows nothing, for she sits at the door of her house On a seat by the highest places of the city, to call to those who pass by, who go straight on their way. Whoever is simple, let him turn in here, and as for him who lacks understanding, she says to him, stolen water is sweet, and bread eaten in secret is pleasant, but he does not know that the dead are there that her guests are in the depths of hell. Friends, today I'm going to take a closer look at verse 6, and it's very simple here. It says, Forsake foolishness and live, and go in the way of understanding. You know, when I think of that verse, I'm going to read it one more time. Forsake foolishness and live and go in the way of understanding. When I'm reading that verse, it reminds me of the great love chapter. Paul wrote this chapter in his letter to the Corinthian church. And these people were living in all kinds of idolatry. There was all kinds of sexual sin going on. And the great love chapter is found in the 13th chapter, But after it tells us what love is, in verse 11, this is what Paul has to say. He says, When I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. When I think of people who are foolish i think of young children they don't know any better they haven't been taught they're foolish so but when you grow up let me just say this let's grow up let's put aside foolish things let's put away childish things and let's begin to live life following wisdom and applying wisdom into our everyday life. Today, I'm going to continue in my study on humility. And over the last couple weeks, I invite anyone who is tuning in for the first time, and if you have not listened to any of these previous podcasts on wisdom, I ask that you go back and take a look at these things. Because there are so many things that we can learn from the stories of the people I have talked to you about. Today we're going to take a look at Solomon, and Solomon is the son of King David, who I just finished going over the uh, the last couple days. But anyway, Solomon is now, has been coronated as king, and what I'm going to do is introduce you by way of, of this. He is King David's son, and now he has grown up, and David is near death, okay? His time has come to an end, and so he has coronated Solomon to be king. So, in chapter 3 of First Kings, I'm going to begin in verse 4. Now the king went to Gibeon to sacrifice there, for that was the great high place. Solomon offered a thousand burnt offerings on that altar. At Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night, and God said, Ask, What shall I give you? And Solomon said, You have shown great mercy to your servant David, my father, because he walked before you in truth, in righteousness, and in uprightness of heart with you. You have continued this great kindness for him, and you have given him a son to sit on his throne, as it is this day. Now, O Lord my God, You have made your servant king instead of my father David, but I am a little child. I do not know how to go out or come in, and your servant is in the midst of your people whom you have chosen, a great people, too numerous to be numbered or counted. Therefore give to your servant an understanding heart, to judge your people, that I may discern between good and evil, for who is able to judge this great people of yours? Friends, the next verse says that this pleased God. God was well pleased with Solomon because he had humbled himself. He came to God and said, I am a little child. I don't know how to go out. I don't know how to come in. I don't know how to rule this nation of which you have given me. God was pleased. And because, God says, because you have not asked for riches, because you have not asked for freedom and, you know, deliverance from your enemies— I'm going to give you what you asked for, I'm going to give you wisdom, but not only that, I'm going to go ahead and give you riches too. God was pleased with Solomon. Many people consider Solomon the wisest person who ever lived, and he's also probably the richest person who ever lived. But what I'm going to do, what I'm going to do next is give you an example of the wisdom and this very, very same chapter in chapter 3 of 1 Kings, beginning in verse 16. Now two women who were harlots came to the king and stood before him. And one woman said, O my Lord, this woman and I dwell in the same house, and I gave birth while she was in the house. Then it happened the third day after I had given birth that this woman also gave birth, and we were together. No one was with us in the house except the two of us in the house. And this woman's son died in the night because she lay on him. So she arose in the middle of the night and took my son from my side while your maidservant slept and laid him in her bosom, and laid her dead child in my bosom. And when I arose in the morning to nurse my son, there he was, dead. But when I had examined him in the morning, indeed, he was not my son whom I had borne. Listen to what Solomon has to say. I love this. Beginning in verse 24, it says, Then the king said, bring me a sword. So they brought a sword before the king, and the king said, divide the living child in two, and give half to one and half to the other. Then the woman whose son was living spoke to the king, for she yearned with compassion for her son, and she said, O oh, my lord, Give her the living child, and by no means kill him. But the others said, Let him be neither mine nor yours, but divide him. So the king answered and said, Give the first woman the living child, and by no means kill him. She is his mother. Friends, a mother will never allow her child to be hurt or killed solomon demonstrated his wisdom right off the bat right after having this dream that god had given him i really have always liked this story i'm thinking oh my god are you kidding the king says easy get the dead kid split him in half get the living kid split him in half and they'll have two halves what wisdom. It's so good. And I'm going to go on and read the very next chapter because this is what God gave Solomon. I'm going to begin in First Kings chapter 4. I'm going to read beginning in verse 29. And God gave Solomon wisdom and exceedingly great understanding and largeness of heart like the sand on the seashore Thus Solomon's wisdom excelled the wisdom of all the men of the East and all the wisdom of Egypt, for he was wiser than all men, than Ethan the Ezrahite, and Heman, Chalcol, and Darda, the sons of Mahol, and his fame was in all the surrounding nations. He spoke three thousand proverbs, and his songs were one thousand and five. Also, he spoke of trees, from the cedar tree of Lebanon, even to the hyssop that springs out of the wall. He spoke also of animals, of birds, of creeping things, and of fish, and men of all nations, from all the kings of the earth, who had heard of his wisdom, came to hear the wisdom of Solomon. Friends, Solomon had wisdom, but let me encourage you because Solomon was not perfect. Many of us have this thought about our lives. Yeah, Solomon was wise, but you don't know what I've done. Let me tell you guys, God knows what you've done. God asked Solomon that he not marry any foreign wives. How did that go for Solomon? When you go against the word of God, Solomon is the forerunner. Solomon not only married one foreign wife, Solomon married 700 wives, and in addition to the 700 wives, he had 300 mistresses. I want you to think about that. It's hard enough having one wife and having to deal with one wife. I love my wife, but can you imagine having to try to satisfy 1,000 women? Needless to say, God was not pleased with Solomon. And what God said, because you have done this, I am going to take the kingdom out of your hand. There were 12 tribes of Israel, and what God says is for your father David's sake, I'm not going to do this while you're alive, but as soon as your life ends, I'm going to take all the kingdoms except for one and give them to other people. Friend Solomon may have had wisdom, but he wasn't perfect. He made mistakes, and he followed in the footsteps of his dad, and his dad had killed, his dad had committed adultery, his dad had ended up murdering someone, and what Solomon did totally defied what God had asked him to do, and had a thousand women at his command, and probably none of them were women that he should have been with. He ended up He ended up serving other gods. He ended up turning away from God. But what I like about Solomon and the hope that I see in Solomon, that as an older man, he wrote the book of Ecclesiastes, and it is such a wonderful, wonderful book. If you're not all that familiar with Ecclesiastes, I invite you to take a look at it at your leisure. I like one of the things that says there's nothing new under the sun. That is a verse that I've always thought a lot about because a lot of people think, well, you don't know what I'm going through. You don't know what I'm going through. And in that one verse, Solomon tells us that basically everything that goes around comes around. And we can learn through the people who have lived in before us. And that's one of the reasons why I'm going over this study on humility because we can learn from Solomon. We can learn from his father King David and we can learn from these other people that I've talked about over the last two or three weeks. I invite you to take a look at those but what I'd like for everyone to do today is I'd la- I'd like for you to just take a good close look at your life I've been asking you a lot lately to do that. Over the last two or three weeks, I've said, look at this person. Look at what this person did. Look at what this person did. And once again, I'm going to ask you to just take a good look through a microscope at your life and take a look at what you've done in your life and ask yourself, you know, what do I need to get rid of, you know? And ask God, God, what is it that you would have me do? I've made mistakes in my life. There are a number of things I regret, I wish I wouldn't have done, but friends, we can learn from our mistakes. And what I'm going to ask that you do, and I've done this basically ever since the beginning of the year, we are now beginning The third month of our year, and I have asked you that you begin to start looking at other people as more important than you. And I know, I know some of you sit there and go, why should I do that? It goes totally against what we are being taught in our present day society. Our present day society is what's in it for me. How can I benefit from this? But friends, in Acts chapter 20, verse 35, it says it's more blessed to give than to receive. And friends, if you've ever done that, and if you've ever given of yourself, you get a satisfaction that you cannot get by being selfish. You simply can't. So what I'm going to ask, and I've done this for, you know, a number of podcasts, is look at other people. If you see someone today that you see is hurting, you see they're having a bad day, say something kind that can cheer them up today. If you see someone who needs help a neighbor across the street, you see someone working, and you think you can give them a helping hand, go out of your way, be kind, be neighborly, and I believe and declare that your life will begin to turn around if we take our eyes off of ourselves and on other people. You're always going to find someone that is worse off than you. Friends, I will never end a podcast without giving anyone an opportunity to receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior. If there is anyone listening today and you've never taken that step, I invite you to say a simple prayer after me today. Jesus, thank you that you came to earth and set a wonderful example of how we can live our lives every day. You were tempted in all ways, as are we and yet you never gave in to the temptation of sin. Yet, you were willing to die on a cross so that all of my sins would be forgiven. Jesus, thank you for forgiving me of my sins. By doing that, you have put me in right standing with God. I have been reconciled to God, and now I can come boldly, to his throne and ask for anything I have need of. Jesus, thank you for saving me. I ask that you come into my heart. I invite you to come in and lead me and guide me from this day forward. In Jesus' name, amen. Friends, if any of you repeated that prayer, reach out to me on my Facebook page, Bill Kelly, K-E-L-L-E-Y, And if you have any specific questions about anything you heard on this podcast today, reach out to me on Messenger. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make His face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up His countenance upon you and give you peace. Friends, please join me again tomorrow as we close out the week with wisdom today.